Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hell yes. Yes, that is... <laughs> I feel like there should be a punching bag button right here. That is, I know, right? That is music to set <laughs> this up. This is motivational music. There's music to set up a bomb to. <laughs> yeah. That's what this music this is. is. If you guys don't remember, this was the ringtone or the 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 setoff for the bomb that blew up the truck today in today's episode. Hmm. We, we, we thought we had to play it. It was super we, fitting. <laughs> definitely. We'd like to have some inside. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another week of Gotham Podcast on AfterBuzz. Um, unfortunately, today we don't have Ryan as our host. He has some prior engagements to take care of, but I'll be your host for tonight. My name is Joyce Azuri, and I'm joined by the lovely Monsi Bolanos. Hi! I'm so excited to be sitting on this side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> so and, nice over here. Yeah. And Steve Kaufman, what's going on? Hi, doing well. I can speak today. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that you was, did not have a voice last I week. I appreciate yeah. the well wishes. <laughs> I am... Much better. I can. You can hear me. Yes. I can. I don't articulate. Have, I can articulate. <laughs> we understand. It's yeah. just a good, <laughs> good night. We, we don't have to turn my microphone to yeah. like fifteen <laughs> decibels. Well, today we watched episode nine of season one of Gotham, and today's episode was called Harvey Dent, who we're going to talk a lot about today, which is cool. But first of all, what did you guys think of this episode overall? I like this episode a lot. <laughs> yeah. Even the even the ending, which of course you liked the ending. Yeah. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Fan I, service. Uh, that's not why I enjoyed this ending. <laughs> I thought this ending actually brought us to a good place with Barbara's character. Yeah. I liked it. It's not my favorite, but I really hated the end of it. Okay. I hated so we have two op- opposing <laughs> opinions. I like, walked out and I told Steve, I was like, I hated the last 10 <laughs> seconds. I hated it. I yeah. just, mm, and he was like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, I personally thought it was a good episode. I think it was a little bit of a filler episode, but I liked that we really got introduced to one of the coolest villains, in my opinion, in the Batman universe, or to be coolest villains in the mm. Batman universe. So Harvey Dent, of course. We'll get to the end at the yes. end. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But let's start talking about Harvey Dent. It was really cool to get introduced to him. I thought it was interesting the way they brought him about. He's kind of this Boy Scout, which we're not mm-hmm. really used to seeing as Harvey Dent, or as Two-Face, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to kind of see that side of him, their portrayal of uh, Harvey Dent pre-Two-Face is really interesting. What would you guys think? Yeah, I liked it. I liked that immediately 
his coin was out hmm. immediately. <laughs> like that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, he's already has, he's already making bets. I mean, he's that like, would, that would be weird if the show got coy with Harvey Dent, <laughs> right? The, yeah. the show started to be subtle. Yeah. It's like, I I did not tune in for subtlety. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, give me well, Selena Kyle with the milk. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'm the same thing. I'm game. Yeah. Well, I thought it was cool that they had the coin right off the bat, mm-hmm. and they had kind of his uh, two-faced traits visible, like the foreshadowing, like shadows over his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really nicely played. I thought that was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, we kind of saw more of the two-faced traits that we're used to, and that's not something that I remember from uh, the Dark Knight movies. Yeah, so it's, I like I like the difference of the portrayals of Harvey Dent, which is cool. Yeah, I felt um, like he was uh, ex- the character was executed in such a like he made me made me question his authenticity. Yeah, mm-hmm. at, you know, and in the Dark Knight movies or how what, what you were just describing, it was I didn't feel like that. It was like I knew who you were, and I, I knew you were Harvey Dent, I knew what you were gonna be, but in this episode, I was like. You're trustworthy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're too young. You're <laughs> Yeah. Very young, idealistic. Yeah. Like, clearly the only, the only district attorney in Gotham mm-hmm. that would, that would even side with Bullock in internal affairs. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's kind of what was cool too, is to see them kind of have an ally in this city. Mm-hmm. To have Harvey Dent sort of try and help them clean up Gotham, like he mm-hmm. says throughout this episode. But he, has a difference like him and Gordon are kind of the same in that aspect but the difference is clearly we were shown that Harvey Dent has like motives to become the district attorney and he'll do anything to get there Mm -hmm. including doing the quote-unquote wrong thing to do the right thing which is clean up the city and we Mm -hmm. kind of saw that come out of his personality when he was talking to uh, Lovecraft Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. he snapped yeah that he's not this he's not your He's not like Gordon, where Gordon is just like, what's right is right, and that's the only thing I'll accept. He's like, no, I can, I can bend some rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can exactly. bend some rules. I can put a, I can use the threat of a witness to try to close a case before I ever get to use the actual witness. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what he wanted to do in this episode was close the Wayne, Wayne case. And like we said, he was on Bullock and Harvey Bullock's, or Bullock and Gordon's side to do this. And to do it, he basically wanted to kind of call Lovecraft's bluff by creating and fabricating this really huge, powerful story that would make him scared enough to possibly confess whether mm-hmm. he was part of it or not. Or to get anybody else who knew to confess. Exactly. Because people start talking. Yeah. 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 So, again, that that lends itself to the fact that he will do anything to solve a case or to clean up the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mor- morals be damned. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. That's great character. Um, apparently, teenagers always pick heads. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. The two, the two. That was an interesting yeah. thing Headed I took. That is a coin. But what if he picked tails? Yeah. So then would you put the coin away? I'd be like, never mind. When I was 13, <laughs> I would have, when I was 13, I would have picked tails. Yeah. I feel uh, like I picked tails too. I would totally pick tails. Yeah. Cause it's like the odd, the odd man out. Yeah. The odd option. Well, just cause like, oh, it can't be heads. Tails. Yeah. yeah. And I also wouldn't give that much thought to it cause it's completely random. Yeah. yeah. And it's 50 50. Well, it should be. Well, going back to Harvey Dent, we didn't really see much of him, you know, given the fact that this episode was called Harvey Dent. I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get too much more. This is kind of just the intro, kind of easing us into the character, which was cool. Um, Played by Nicholas DeGosto, who Mm -hmm. did a really good job. He's also in Masters of Sex and Mm -hmm. Final Destiny. Final Destination 5. And he also guested a so. long time ago on a show I'm actually a writer on called Top Story Weekly. Cool. Sundays yeah. at iOS. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> and 
Uh, apparently, he's only going to be in two episodes that we know of right now. Well, mm. he, he'll show up again later on in season one. Mm-hmm. But if season two happens, which hopefully it does, he'll be a season regular. So oh, good. He'll be a regular on the show. Yeah, but I agree. It was like, you named the episode after him, and it's not about him? Yeah. Okay. It was very... He was probably in it for a whole ten minutes or so. Yeah, and it was very... The the episode could have carried on without that yeah. entire story with yeah. him. So, yeah, it was, it was weird. I was like, that's it? That's, that's all we get? Yeah. Hmm. He looked cute. <laughs> hey. Do you guys think they're going to turn him into Two-Face this season, or you think they're going to wait a little bit longer? I think you got to wait on that. Yeah. You think so? I think he's... I think the city's going to start to break him this season, and then next season we should get a whole arc where he's turning, and then we have a season three. Yeah. Then that's just writer me, where it's like season three, then just... He's the main villain in season three. I personally want them to kind of hurry it up and and make him Two-Faced, turn him into Two-Faced. Mm. I see both sides, but if you're only going to show him one more time this season, don't do it. it well, I, you yeah. know, I wouldn't like, say they would do it maybe next episode. Maybe at the end of season one, you will see more of that um, event approaching, but possibly beginning of season two, I think that'd be quick enough for me. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't want to wait till season well, three. He strikes me as such a main villain, but his turn from the guy we saw tonight to become Two-Faced... I think can have a whole season to breathe mm-hmm. yeah. of just every time he's trying by any means to clean up the city and it's not working. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, depending on which origin they're going to go with, he's going to try, he's going to try um, a chemical guy and the chemical guy is going to throw chemicals in his face. Yeah. That's going to, that's going to be done or, by, well, in the comic books, it's done by Falcone yes. during a trial. So I wonder if this is setting it all up for that to get to that yeah. point. Yeah. Which Possibly. Would be cool. Or, like there's awesome. always the Dark Knight way. Yeah. That, but then you'd have to have Joker, and that's. I don't think we need Joker. But on, you know what? Who show. knows what they're going to do we with this show? Because yeah. they're going right. to go in any direction. Or they I could guess. do whatever they, could they do want. That. Yeah. Exactly. But I, w- I want to see a full season arc of him trying. Yeah. And maybe mm-hmm. it's him trying to. It's him doing a long, long case for Falcone, and like Possibly. it takes a whole season for him to just keep. Keep trying to get Falcone on the stand, and he gets Falcone on the stand. Yeah. And then it all goes wrong. And that's wrong. when it happens. And then season three, he's our villain. Yeah. yeah. I guess I do like the idea of just having all these, um, you know, events. Obstacles. Or yeah. Obstacles that he has to overcome. Mm-hmm. Because you kind of see, when Lovecraft became sort of an obstacle, when he was conversing with him and trying to get him to confess... Um, or to threaten him with this story, he really had that anger that he, that came yeah. out where he was like, don't threaten me. He's like, I will cut you open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that that's when I was like, oh, that's the Two-Face I want to see. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the uh, other side of yeah, him. The, right. so. Just a guy with bipolar Yeah, disorder. I want to see yes. more of that for sure. Yeah. And I like that they saved the bipolarness or the bipolar aspect of him for that scene yeah. with yeah. Lovecraft and that we didn't see that like him by himself or him talking to Jim about that I like that it was there oh, yeah. man he snapped I think I wrote he snaps yeah, yeah. <laughs> he snaps good for him he snaps got a pretty note yeah I was like Dent snaps <laughs> yeah I still find it so uh, Z snap different, different snap. <laughs> I still find it so weird like I can't my brain can't accept the fact that Dent is so much older than, than Bruce Wayne mm. because mm. Also in the comics, and I know again, like they're not going by canon or the mm-hmm. comics most of the time, but I know in the comics, um, Harvey Dent becomes the DA like just shortly after Bruce Wayne becomes the yeah. Batman that we know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just really weird to to accept that in this show, but yeah. I like it. But then It'll that gives us completely different. Exactly, right. they this can is, do anything with that. This isn't this show is its own canon, and yeah. that's what I appreciate that. I mean, although it would be inadvisable if Barbara Keen became Batwoman. <laughs> 
They could do. I know I said that last week. They could do that. (laughs) But they could totally do that. It's a possibility. But speaking of Bruce Wayne, uh, let's jump into talking about Bruce and Selena and their first encounter. Yes. He was enamored. That was a really sweet moment. What do you guys think? Um, I I'm happy we got to see more of the Wayne Manor. (laughs) True. Pool. (laughs) They have a hallway. Um, they have a kitchen. I think we saw the kitchen. I think they referenced <laughs> I mean, it, or did they? They referenced, they referenced, they referenced, they referenced the, kitchen. the kitchen. The kitchen exists. Exists. And you saw the balcony where they were fighting. Yes. Maybe the the courtyard. And yeah. then um, <laughs> apparently, apparently that was that was fluid. That was just a fluid move right there. Oh <laughs> um, man. Um, <laughs> apparently, even even when training someone to box, Alfred has to keep his jacket and vest on. Like, yeah. That he has to I know, just... right? He's got to look proper. Or when uh, Bruce is in the water and his full attire. Yeah, no bathing <laughs> suit. Just no need. A sweater. If you got to <laughs> jump in the water at a random time because you're in flight or fight mode, you got to jump in your clothes. I respect that. But <laughs> when I'm at home, if I'm practicing something, I'm going to be real practical while I'm at home. And that, you know what I mean? But I thought that was... I knew what he was doing and I was like, he's probably just being like in the moment and you know. Yeah. But I was like, all, all your clothes? And then he just got up and was like, all right, so... And that wasn't even a question. Yeah, just, exactly. There wasn't from even her. a question from from Selena. No. She's seen weirder things. Like, yeah. oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But Selena ends up at the Wayne Manor because um, Gordon wanted Alfred to take her in mm-hmm. for witness protection. And she's the one that gave the description of the suspect mm-hmm. to the cops to draw up and, and show Bruce to see if he knew him or anything. Mm-hmm. So Gordon asked Alfred... And Bruce, I guess, if Selena can stay. And of course, Alfred wasn't a, you know, mm. wasn't a big fan. fan of the idea, but Bruce wanted that. And I think, like we've learned in previous episodes, Bruce doesn't have much encounter with, with kids his age. And right. that's something Alfred wanted, but knowing what Selena Kyle has done, mm-hmm. doesn't want her in that household. But that's how they first meet. And yeah. when she gets placed under his protection. But Bruce gets the final say. Exactly. We oh, yes. learned that over the yeah. course of the <laughs> nine episodes. He gets the final say, and he wants Selena there. Yeah. Which, as a little kid, it's, she's adorable. I would also want her there. I know. They and have, but yeah, their their first encounter was. I was like, oh, that is so cute. The yeah. look in his face, and you know, just having someone to talk to. Yeah. And and be around other than Alfred. Mm-hmm. That that would probably be helpful. Yeah. To not be just a sheltered kid. Because it seems yeah. like he's not going to school. School's yeah. not working out for for Lil He's Lil making Wayne. his own curriculum. Don't yeah. hate Exactly. He's, he's learning. <laughs> Don't hate on him. Which she thinks is crazy. And, and he thinks my, it's crazy that she thinks it's crazy. Well, yeah. And one of my favorite quotes was um, the, like, oh, but you're a billionaire. What's left to learn? Exactly. And he's like, that's a strange way to see this. Yeah. yeah. And that's what was really cool about their encounter, too, was you can clearly see the contrast between the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's dressed like, you know, some urban street cat (laughs) and he's sheltered and clearly doesn't really know what the world is like outside and he learned a lot from her and it was really surprising for him that's exactly i'm so glad you said that that it's like a different world and she's showing him that because when they were fighting she's like in gotham people don't fight with gloves Mm -hmm. and he just stopped and was like oh yeah it's like (laughs) alfred thinks he's doing him a solid by teaching him how to fight i mean he is is, he's teaching him defense and self-defense but you know there's only so much that Alfred is showing him that's really going to benefit him. Right. Well, but but Alfred did, like, with the punches, Alfred was, it's better, like, it's more important to learn how to take a punch than it is to learn how to throw a punch. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's equally as important, I'm pretty sure the quote was. Yeah. You want me to punch you so you can... 
I actually do know how to take a punch. I will not condone violence on this side, guys. That's a thing. If Ryan was here, he would have let me. (laughs) And can we talk about their really cute pastry fight towards the end? I know. Yeah. Just when Alfred was starting to get really impatient with Selena and really want Gordon to come get her, he sees how much fun they're actually having together and And appreciates her presence. He saw Bruce smile for probably the... I don't think we've seen Bruce smile yeah. in nine weeks. Yeah. They were yeah. seeing Bruce smile, where it's like, if anything can make Bruce Wayne smile right now, eh, whatever. They'll keep the, her around. They'll break glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were clearly, bra- like, they were, <laughs> they were clearly breaking stuff. Yeah. Aww. They'll throw fake bagels. I was like, that bagel looks so fake. <laughs> did you guys not think that? It I did thought look that. Pretty I was fake. Like, that, that, was, that bagel looked amazing. That bagel looked so fake that it probably really hurt. When they probably. Were no, no, that, that bagel looked so fake that it was probably an actual bagel. It was probably. They do they, look quite shiny. There's sometimes. someone from the art department watching this right now. Yeah. Like, no, that was a real bagel. That was a real, we, I just overcooked it and I never it cut went it. out of my way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so jumping from Bruce and Selena to Cobblepot, um, he had encounters with a few major characters today too. I mean, Fish and Liza mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wants to basically continue messing with Fish and to do so, he's going to start messing with Liza as well and kind of put her in a really weird spot. So he breaks into her home mm-hmm. and basically threatens her and she fi- finds out that she actually does care about Falcone. Yeah. I, I thought it was quite interesting that uh, he came back. Well, he comes the first time, to sneaks into her place and takes her scarf. Like, um, or, or a camisole. Or like yeah, something. he took something of hers because the, of the, the smell the of lilacs. The scent of it, right. And then I like that Liza noticed it. That was interesting. I was shocked about that. But it's it's crazy because Fish is going to lose to herself. And I it, that's what's crazy yeah. is that she's not thinking that Penguin is smart enough to do this. And it's like, no, dude, there's other fish in the sea that are fighting you. Yeah, no oh, pun intended. No pun intended. And no. I didn't even mean to do that. Oh, drop the mic. I'm out. Uh, put, put some money in the pun <laughs> jar and, and on your way out. And I thought this episode, uh, a Cobblepot did a really good job at kind of perplexing fish. I think she was yeah. really confused this time around. Like, mm-hmm. what does he, what does he really have up his sleeve? Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like she doesn't want to believe that he can be messing with her. Yeah. She's like, no, he's nothing. He, she says something to Butch about it. She's like, he's nothing. Exactly. He's just, yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. Because in her mind, he's kind of fallen in line to, oh, he works for Maroney now. Because mm-hmm. yeah. as far as she's concerned, the him working with Falcone completely off the table yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. So she thinks she's free to do what she's been doing, which is just keep weakening Falcone until it's right. time for her to take over. And we saw in the previous episode, Liza was trying to poison him ever so slightly just to sort of siphon mm-hmm. his power, mm-hmm. like Fish stated. So this is just a step closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, a very a very simple grand plan Yeah, that without Penguin would work. Like, without uh, Penguin would be working flawlessly. Yeah. yeah. Like, Penguin is this agent of chaos that, like, everybody's plan would work on the, <laughs> on the villain's side if it weren't for Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> That's but Fish thinks it's working. That's the best part. Yeah. Is yeah. that she has not changed her plan at all. I know. And it's just going to backfire on her. And she has no idea. Super confident. Super confident. I loved her outfit. Oh, I know. Oh, girl, you're working it. I'm telling you, she looks like a, a live action version of someone who would be in a comic book. Like yes. Yes. a villain. She really does. With the outlandish 
garments and all that stuff. Yeah. She looks awesome. She looks so good. I'm going to be for her for Halloween. You should do it. <laughs> gonna, I should. Or you have to hop in your DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. And then go back. And then go back. Well, there's always next year. Okay. Hello. <laughs> all right. You didn't know Halloween happens every year? No. Oh, there's no. like a date? Every what? year. It's crazy. It's what? crazy. You gotta check it out. You gotta. Man. <laughs> man, I thought I had one shot at it. And that was <laughs> I nailed it by the way. Yeah. See? But then I get more? Okay, cool. More. Great. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit more about the the basically the big plot that kinda held everything together, which was the Ian Hargrove. Uh, the bomb maker, mm. basically, who was commissioned by a Russian named Kasyanov to make bombs to break into uh, Falcone's iron vault, which is the only iron vault mm. in Gotham right now. Mm. Um, and these bombs weren't really... Like, no one really knew what they were for because they were such high-grade, military-grade bombs. Mm. Like, why would you mm. use that to, you know... To get to somebody. Mm -hmm. And it's to get Falcone's money. Mm -hmm. But not to steal it, as Fish said. This was all Fish's plan. But to to just sort of hurt him a little Mm -hmm. bit. Kind of get him where it hurts, which is his money. Yeah. What did you guys think of that whole plot? That was really cool to me, I thought. That was really cool. I also like that Ian Hargrove, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is an original original villain slash character. I think so, too. And. And he is, he also stands, once we move forward, he's a stand, he stands as the poster child for someone who's criminally insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone who, which really in Gotham means you're a criminal and you have like something wrong yeah. mentally. It's like in, in that world, it's like no matter what you're doing, if what you're doing is wrong to society's eyes, you're evil. Mm-hmm. Where you know the whole argument for Ian Hargrove was he's not really a bad guy. His brother John was yeah. saying he this is how he's been since he was a kid. He never got proper care, and you know he's not really bad. He just thinks what he's doing is right, which is blowing up munitions factories and right. mm-hmm. places that make ammo and guns and everything. But he did feel guilty sometimes yeah. because he finally killed someone in one of the last explosions. Mm-hmm. But that that wasn't the plan. Yeah, yeah, and in. And in this storyline, I like that he specifically planted evidence in his bomb. Yes. yes. So someone can find out. Yeah. So someone can find out where. So someone can find out where he is and try to try to save him because he's essentially a, as much of a victim as a bomb maker can be. Yeah. Exactly. That he's a captive bomb maker. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked how at first I thought he was a bad dude because we saw that he put matches or I thought they were matches and they were matches when he takes them out of his mouth and holds mm. them. So at the very beginning I was like, oh, this is a bad guy. Like, And then it turns out he's not as bad as yeah. I thought he was going to be. You kind of sympathize with them. You yeah. do a little Which bit. Which makes you kind of think, are all the villains in these in this universe really bad if they actually think what they're doing is mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's well, always then, been sort of a dilemma. Yeah, a bit of a dilemma. When you read in, about villains. Yeah, a bit of a dilemma in a lot of the comic books is like if somebody just pure evil or... And I think the world Gotham's trying to portray is that some people are just pure evil. Mm-hmm. And then other people are just... Other people are acting on their behalf. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, because what I'm... I'll save that for predictions, but what I'm thinking is going to happen is Arkham is going to churn out more villains that will bend to the will of the Falcons and the Maronis and the Fish Moonies. And that's... Yeah. And that's what Arkham will do, and then... Lost my trip. Completely lost it. Where was <laughs> Happens. <laughs> Not completely to, lost that. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Not to completely, before we move on, I loved the scene where Ed 
is figuring out what the explosive is for, and you hear that you hear the random questions like in the background, like, "Oh, how many bones are in the arm?" Oh, and the he radio, says, yeah. yeah. How oh. many uh, elements are in the periodic table? And then he says it. But then uh, when he finally gets the hole in it, he's all like so excited, and he goes to tell them. And for the first time, I think they showed gratitude. Yeah. Like, yeah, good job, thank you. Yeah, and he's like. Exactly. I wrote that down too. I was like, he finally got affirmation from mm-hmm. them. Like, yeah. like a, you know, exactly. Gratitude. Mm-hmm. But he had a purpose yeah. and he was being appreciated for it. Yeah, it was great. That whole scene. I yeah. was like, I loved this. I loved it. Yeah. And Edward Nigma is the person who found, you know, where um, Hargrove is, is working mm-hmm. out of. Mm-hmm. He's the one that told Bullock and, Har- and uh, I Gordon. always want to say Dent because he's Bull- Harvey Bullock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Bullock and Gordon. Mm-hmm. So they get over to the metal factory that he's fashioning these bombs in, and they go to try to get him, because they had already spoken to his brother, who is now in witness protection program, but basically said, Ian is not a bad guy, you have to help him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So they find him in the metal factory, they try to take him away, but then they're deterred by Kasyanov and the Russians, Mm -hmm. who, you know, try to, uh, uh, who apprehend Ian and take him off to the iron vault where he... Does the explosives? Did yeah. I get the order wrong? No, that's right. No. I think that's right. That's, yeah, yeah. And then, and then we get more Enigma finding out about the iron. Yeah, really good tie-in with with periodic tables. Yeah, <laughs> periodic tables. Exactly. It's just like no, nobody makes stuff out of iron. Yeah, yeah. In hundreds of years, you know, exactly forever. So who has the only iron vault is Falcone. Mm-hmm. So, but I loved Enigma's little moment about asking if they play video games. That was so mm-hmm. funny. yeah. <laughs> I love video games. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what video games... Because they present the puzzle. What, and, what yeah. video games would Enigma play? Portal. Hmm. Puzzle yeah. games, for sure. Yeah. I think he'd play Grand Theft Auto, though. You think so? I think he would play GTA. <laughs> really. I think he'd be really good at it. Yeah. Like, he'd be that guy... Like, there's a thing on YouTube for Grand Theft Auto that apparently somebody goes into, like... I think you can be passive mode in the online version of Grand Theft Auto, but he somehow found a way to hack it. And then through the headset, he'll play creepy music and then walk up and kill and like stab somebody. <laughs> oh, God. It's on YouTube. It's hysterical. Yeah. I think that's who Enigma would be. Possibly. He would hack the whole game. He also kind of strikes me as a Half Life guy. I could see that. Or Gmod and create his own puzzles. <laughs> that's just me. Freeze. <laughs> um, so they get to the Iron Vault with Ian Hargrove. They take the cash, they put it in the big truck, and they drive over to this area where, um, Harvey Bullock and Gordon mm-hmm. catch them and they stop them and they threaten them with their guns and everything. But uh, Ian is it seems like he's afraid and the Russians don't want to get rid of him, but mm-hmm. they also don't want to get shot. Mm. Um, and as Dent or not Dent, see I keep doing it. You'll get there. All right. As Bullock and Gordon are trying to get them to put their weapons down, Gordon hears the final countdown ringtone uh-huh. thing. <laughs> Yeah, and he realizes this is a bomb countdown, mm-hmm. and so he tells everyone to duck, and he protects Ian, and he basically mm-hmm. gets him out of harm's way. And then all of a sudden, the truck explodes, and all of Falcone's money runs everywhere. everywhere. Uh, it's blown up everywhere. Yeah, which I would have been like, yeah. Wow. Did you guys think that was? And we know we saw that Butch did it. Like he yeah. set off the bomb. Did right. you guys think that was going to be Fish's doing? The second I saw Butch, I knew it was Fish's doing. Well, yeah. But, like, yeah. before that, no. I had no idea. Yeah, either. when they ex- talk about the phones, because there's a scene where we see them when Cobblepot yeah. comes to see Fish, he has both phones, and he's like, oh, everything's good to go, or whatever yeah. he says. No clue. Yeah. No clue. But, I mean, I mean, Fish's plan seemed way too simple. Yeah. And I think the timing of, oh, wait, so they're just going to take the money, and now they're going to get surrounded, and now we have um, a stand... 
I wrote Russian standoff. Now we have a Russian standoff. <laughs> yes. Huh? Yeah. Only they're all dead now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of, I'm actually confused. So was her plan to always kill them? Her Probably. plan was to get rid of the Russians. At all, the whole time. Yeah, because she yes. said, I don't like loose strings. Yeah. But she would have been probably very upset if one of the Russians survived. Okay. Because then she'd have to track them down and kill them. Yeah. yeah. See, I was... Uh, go ahead. No. Go I was ahead. just confused uh, when she said that. I was like, is that because they showed up? Because the cops were already there? Or because uh, Bullock and Gordon were there? Or was that her plan all along? No, she just wanted the Russians dead. Okay. And she asked... Um, she asked Bush at the end, were they all... Did right, taking mm-hmm. care of it. Like, yeah. every last one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we get to that, and then Ian gets apprehended by Jim and Bullock, and he gets set off into safety. Mm-hmm. Um, well, or so we think. Mm-hmm. Now he's going from Blackgate to Arkham, which isn't any better. No. And you were saying, Steve, it's a Blackgate was just a penitentiary, and it's yeah. not and like he's going anywhere to get help. Yeah, well, but that's the guys they're using. Yeah. All the criminally insane prisoners. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and they're going to use criminally insane to mean anyone of value to Falcone, Maroney, or Mooney. Yeah. Or the city. Or Enzyme. Is that that the company? No, Enzyme's the company. Enzyme. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Enzyme. Any of those people involved in the Arkham Project are just going to have... Including the mayor. Yeah. Who's as corrupt as possible. I don't know. I think he's more... Um, he's like a puppet. Yeah, he's more of a... Pu- like Literally I th- read my mind. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of stuff he keeps himself in the dark on. Like, I don't think the mayor would have much to do with, like, the terrible things that are happening. As much as he would just make a point to turn a blind eye to them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's... Yeah. <coughs> but he was, he was kind of bummed, or not bummed, but not very happy that Gordon and Dent sort of formed this little alliance... Mm-hmm. Like, he may have maybe felt threatened, obviously. Yeah. Like, he's going to be found out. Which I think, at the end, is why he made this PR move yeah. to tell the public that everyone in... Or all the criminally insane were going from Blackgate to Arkham. In order to help the city. Yeah, but he put a positive spin on it, yeah. made this whole PR thing, just to cover his, his butt. His booty. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I, I lost that too. Yeah, I'm losing. It's it. all good. Yeah, all but good. I I really like that we can see the uh, how corrupt basically every aspect yeah. of Gotham really is. Uh, not Jim Gordon, and I'm not saying everybody 100, percent but it just shows you that you really who do you trust at this point? Yeah. How, when do you guys think uh, Gordon will realize he can't really trust Dent? Because he doesn't seem like he's fully trusting of Dent at this point. Agreed. But yeah, a long time. Because yeah. well, right now he's right now he's gonna not be able to trust Montoya. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was gonna be my segue too. Yeah, Montoya's like <coughs> you know she's doing stuff behind his back, trying to be on his side. Also, like we just want to help you, Jim. Here's mm. here's Dent, and we're on his side too. And here she is screwing his fiance. <sighs> um, so sad. Yeah, just no. Did you guys figure she was going to be with Montoya? No, I was telling, uh, I didn't yeah. tell you, but I told her, I was like, when I was watching the episode, uh, and it seemed as though she was listening to the voicemail, yeah. but it turns out it was just on in the background, uh, I was like, she's just naked by herself, like, in uh-huh. a hotel room? And I could, it, not, it didn't even occur to me that somebody was laying behind her, mm. and let alone. And then you see a hand, and it's not a man, it's and a delicate hand. When the whole thing, I was like, oh my god, it's Montoya. Oh my god, it's Montoya. Oh my god. Yep. Oh my god. Just, I mean, 
Barbara's a bit of a villain. I'm gonna like she's been antagonizing a little bit. Yeah, like she's done more antagonizing than protagonizing. She definitely yeah. hasn't helped Jim Gordon as much as she says she's trying to. Yeah, she's hurting him in every way. That, yeah, that that's the best way for her to leave. And so, and like the the time frame, it seems like you just left. Yeah, like you it's left been, yesterday. It's been days in this world. Yeah. It's been exactly. It has not even been. He probably just read your letter. Like for all we know. Like how? Well, if you're if you're going to leave the one person, if you're going to leave someone that you trust with your whole life, you're going to go and leave them for the next person that you also trust. You know, a lot. I mean, granted, she's been through a lot with Montoya in the past, or so we've been alluded to. But um, like I was telling you, like once you break up with someone, in this case, she quote unquote broke up with Jim for a little bit. It's kind of a propensity to go to someone that you have a history with and that you kind of trust in a sense. So why wouldn't she go back to Montoya? They're on a break. Possibly. Mm. <laughs> Rachel and Ross would not like this. More, more importantly, <laughs> who's paying rent on that apartment? Right? Right. You, you just left him your I place? I don't think Jim could afford it. I'm no. going to say she already owns it. Yeah. She just owns it. Already it's, all like, hers. It's, so it's his now? Yeah, yeah. pretty or much. Or is she going to kick him out later? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, Which Selena Kyle back. might be in there. She loved that place. Oh, yeah. She was all about staying yeah. there. <laughs> that, uh, I would have, too. Yeah. I'll just hang I here. I think Barbara is doing the most to antagonize him. That just... I think like, so, he too. had this all sewn up. He had, like, his major problems all sewn up. Mm-hmm. And she was in the other room because she couldn't just listen to him. Do you guys think over the course of the rest of the season, this will be a huge distraction for him? Or do you, like, is this something he's going to dwell on? The fact that Barbara's not with him and that she's kind of being uh, vague? Or is he just going to be like, you know, screw you. Like, I need to do my job. He's going to handle it that way, but it's going to... Affect him. Affect him and distract him. And I think, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking within the next three weeks, we're going to get to a point where it seems like he's over it. And that's when he finds out. Mm-hmm. That's when he finds out yeah. that she's with Montoya. Yeah. And then it'll Dest- it'll destroy him. Right. Especially since he didn't even know about her until recently. And it's like, and now you're going back to her? Uh-uh. Uh-uh, boom-boom. Uh-uh, boom-boom. Uh-uh, boom-boom. That's hilarious. I, I do. You guys don't understand how mad it made me watching it. <laughs> I, I do. I, I saw I, you. like. <laughs> I know. He table flip. Yeah. I was just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Why? Why? Mm-mm. So we covered the introduction of Harvey Dent. We covered some of Bruce and Selena's uh, first encounter and the rest of their cute, adorable scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing to add to, I feel like Bruce was really trying to connect with Selena on this level where he kind of, he didn't assume she was an orphan, but I think he wanted to come to that conclusion. Yeah. And he wanted to connect and have that thing in common with her. Right. But, you know, he was met with the complete opposite and... I think that kind of shattered him a little bit, mm-hmm. just someone to relate to. But I guess turns out they can still have fun and, and be kids together and stuff. Yeah, and have we not um, brought up how she's like, have you ever kissed a girl? Yeah. Called T, you want to kiss a girl? Yeah. That's, that escalated quickly. I, yeah. That was adorable! <laughs> That's what you said while we were watching. <laughs> I was like, damn, she worked quickly. Wow. Yeah, I thought fast. she was going to kiss him. I was like, she's going to kiss him by the end of this episode. Yeah. I feel, didn't she bring it up twice? Yep. In two yeah. different, right? Yep. I was like, she's going to kiss him. And then she didn't. And then the story about her mom, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking before the show, yeah. Steve, you were trying to figure out if that's, there's a um, history of her parents. The Wikipedia page was pretty full of stuff, so I wasn't positive what the official story is, but I'm guessing just the character in the world we're showing, 
it has to be that has to be something she's telling herself or something someone else told her mm-hmm. to get over the fact that she's just some girl on the street mm-hmm. yeah. and her mom's probably not all that great yeah yeah i definitely think that that's definitely a fabricated story yeah one way or another and the way she was looking at Bruce's mom's photo was kind of sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked seeing also amidst Bruce's attempt to sort of be stronger and everything, he still got kind of vulnerable mm-hmm. when, you know, talking about his mom or realizing the fact that Selena was there when it all happened. When yeah. They, yeah. When they died. Yeah. It was really sweet. So we got that, and then we talked about Cobblepot, Fish, and Liza for a brief moment, and the whole Ian Hargrove, Bullock Gordon storyline. Was there anything else you guys wanted to add about any of those? Mm, no, I yeah, think, I think we covered it all. I'm, <laughs> we're not used to doing that by 35. Right. We're like, what? what? Uh, no. No, we're moving quickly on this episode. But um, anyway, well, then we can go on have, to... Uh, do you have... Yeah, let's do, do I have anything? Um, not really. Not I really. have a lot of... Um, Harvey Dent history, which oh, okay. I thought I would be talking more about, but he's barely in this episode. So fair enough. We well, can I, we can save that for later. Yes. Yeah. If you guys want a filler, I don't think you need all that. <laughs> no, 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 not a, uh. well, not a filler. But I read this article about uh, the actor who plays Har- uh, Harvey Bullock, mm-hmm. and he uh, it had it, it, he did this. Um, interview and I'm going to tell you right now which I thought was very <laughs> uh-huh. interesting and it had it didn't have to do with Gotham actually it had to do with another movie he was in recently The Patriot? No, probably not. <laughs> he was in The Patriot though. He yeah. was wonderful. Yeah, it was it's another movie where he talks about people getting upset that they didn't follow protocol because I I think it was based on another comic book or mm-hmm. like another book or something and he said why are people getting upset he, he basically was like let them do their own story and then they did a sequel to it and he was like no this is not so it kind of ties in with with this people getting yeah you know upset at speculations that don't have to do with the story when it's like well this is the the writer's freedom to yeah. to basically create whatever prequel they want I got it. It was on Ghost Rider. Yes. Oh, okay. And uh, I got the quote. Okay. I was in Ghost Rider, which was, well, it was whatever it is, but it was fun as shit. (laughs) Someone was grilling me at Comic-Con about not being true to the comic book. I was like, dude, it's a skeleton on a motorcycle (laughs) on fire. The leather jacket doesn't burn. What level of dissection do we have to get to? I mean, I understand being precious about shit, but come on. There's some goofy shit in the thing, and you just got to roll with it. Yeah. And very true to kind of this, right? Like, it's why do we, why do they have to follow exactly what the comic book said before? And that's how he felt about Ghost Rider. So I I wish he would talk about about Gotham? Well, we can relate it to that and it's, the more ridiculous uh, a theme is or a plot is in the show, the more fantastical it is, Mm -hmm. the more fictional it is, the more freedom you have. So why not embrace it? Yeah. So, yeah. And if only there was a show that talked about Gotham for him to come on and say that. Right? And if you're interested (laughs) in finding what I'm talking about, uh, it's on cinemablend.com if you're interested to knowing what else he said. But that was just the one quote. I like it. Mm -hmm. I agree with the man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, you guys want to move on to predictions? Let's yes. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz. I swear there's more lights that, that flicker now. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. We need, it's, like, the some effects to show, like, a light on us and then yeah. just being sucked out of here. <laughs> All right, who else to start? Monty? You want to uh, do it? 
All right. There's so much to say. Uh, and I didn't... Did you guys get a preview of the next one? We did, yes. yes. I, it cut off on me when I was watching it. So I'm, uh, I'm, my prediction is not going to be on the next episode because I actually didn't get to see it. My prediction sure. is going to be on just kind of a little overall of everything. Uh, I agree with you that Jim is going to find... Once he's kind of like, I'm moving yeah. on, I'm going to let go of this, he's going to find out what was happening behind his back. Because I still... Going back, I don't think they're on a break. Like, I don't think he took that as a breakup. I feel like she said, I'm going to go fix myself so that mm. everything can go better. That's how she set it up anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're in her house. Of course he's not going to think of this as some sort of breakup for her to go off and do something like what she did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I do agree with that. And um, I think, unfortunately, Liza will be turning her back on Fish. Mm. Um, not only because of Cobblepot showing up and basically threatening her, but I think she is developing some feelings for Falcone. Totally. And not in Picture the, in her house. Exactly. And, yeah. And not in like, I don't, I'm not even saying it in like a sexual way, just developing some sort of feelings. Maybe like an understanding. Yeah. Of yeah. yeah. Or like as a grandfather, as a father, whatever, even, or even if it is sexual, but I think that she is going to turn her back on Fish Mooney. That Ooh. is my good call. Big I actually agree with you on that. That's mm-hmm. a good prediction. <laughs> yeah. um, I covered the Arkham that next, starting next week, we're going to start to see criminally insane, used very loosely to get anybody that could be valuable into Arkham. Mm-hmm. They're going to get into Arkham, which is going to be pretty much run by the criminal element of Gotham, and the people who can be bomb makers. Um, I was about to say candlestick makers, <laughs> <laughs> nunchuck makers. <laughs> And anyone like that is going to be trained to be worse mm. when they get out. And it'll, it's actually, it'll actually be a decent statement on how our actual prisons work, which I always liked about Arkham. Otherwise, it's like I... Th- social commentary. And now that I remember that next week is it for the year, or, for, or at least for the fall, so for There's the going to be a break, definitely. Yeah, there's going to sure be a break. Yeah, I'm not sure how... I would assume they don't come back till January. So if next week's going to be it, I would say a lot of stuff's going to happen, which we saw that assassins are coming mm-hmm. after L- Lil Wayne and Selena Kyle. <laughs> what? Which Sorry. I think... Yes. I didn't even... I, it <clears throat> cut off on me. Yeah. <laughs> there were assassins in the Wayne Manor, and we were mentioning how it could possibly be the advent of the League of Assassins, mm-hmm. the introduction of League of Assassins, a.k.a. League of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, would be so cool. I wonder if the, the female assassin is going to be their interpretation of Talia. I don't Ooh. know. That'd be kind of cool. Oh. Talia al Ghul. And I think what's going to happen is Gordon's going to be tied up in trying to, f- trying to find these assassins, trying to fight these assassins, trying to see where Lil Wayne is. Trying to help everybody out. I, it, it'll it never not. It'll up. never yeah. not. Be every funny. time, every time I call yeah. him Lil Wayne, that I think at the very end of that episode, he's going to find out about Montoya. Yeah, so he's going to find out next week. He's going to find out at the end of next week, and we're <laughs> I, and we're going to have to sit on it ugh, for six, seven for weeks. a few weeks. I also think that the Montoya Barber relationship is going to weigh, weigh weigh him down. Oh yeah, and it will definitely affect you know his his job and everything mm-hmm. and kind of put him on the side track mm-hmm. sidelines and everything um but i also want to stick with the fact that i think they're going to bring out two face a little sooner than hmm. expected because okay. i just because i want to see it that's all <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for watching um steve where can everyone find you uh right here right now no but also <laughs> on also on twitter at steve kaufman that's k-a-u-f-m-a-n-n i also host the modern family podcast on wednesday nights for those of you who watch both 
<laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. And you can also catch me on the Scorpion panel, which airs Mondays. Cool. Yeah. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at J-A-J-O-U-R-I and on the Sunday Night Walking Dead podcast and Tuesday Night Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Thanks. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.